good to me. Live from the Twin Cities, we're the Daves you know. This is the Daves I know. You want me to be that type of dude, and I want to be who you like me to, but we both know I can't do nothing at all. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 199 of the Dave's I Know podcast. Jess was just doing a robot, I think, dance in the, in the Zoom chat. I was playing the theme song in my head. And oh, yeah. You have the theme song, the theme song that everybody just heard that we, we also just heard, you know, because right. theater of the mind and all that. in my head every All time. that stuff. So, um, yeah, welcome back. Uh, Jess, how, how was your week? Real good, um, real hot at points, but real good. Uh, it's almost the end of Q2, so I'm trying to, you know, I'm doing some extra work, uh, hustling, dollar dollar bills, but I'm good. good. I'm happy to be here. Excellent. MJ, how about you? I realized I tore my meniscus, so my knees isn't doing well, and Bike repairs are painful and slow, but other than that, I'm super happy. Yeah, what is the, is that a, the meniscus tear? Now I know the ACL tear is a bad, bad, bad. It's thing. not nearly as bad. It's uh, the cartilage that's under your kneecap. Mm. It's like a C-shaped cartilage that's under your kneecap, and basically, what's prescribed is your first two months you're not doing any sports. And, and are you adhering to that advice? Yes. Excellent. It also feels like really weird now knowing that I know what the problem is. Like every time I try to fork, like pivot, do a pivot move, like in my kitchen. Stop pivoting. Yeah. My kitchen is very, very tight on space. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, I need to take the little baby steps when I turn and yeah. not do these sorts of dramatic you know, round Michael Jackson moves. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm going from my fridge to my sink to my, you should probably also rice because I hear that's good for everything. Yeah. Rest, elevate, ice, other things. Compression. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. I I, uh, raced on, on Saturday because I knew I was going to be more active. Yeah. We we were very active. Yeah, I I, uh, I rolled my ankle uh, playing ultimate last Tuesday. Oh and no! So, yeah, so I was, and it you know imagine so MJ, I know you're you're very active and all that, but then also um, having that and then having to chase a toddler around. Yeah, no, 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 uh, yeah, no. So yeah, so it's much much better now. I was generally fine. I, occasionally I'll, I will step gingerly and then be like, oh yeah, no, it's still not not a hundred percent great. So I'm playing ultimate uh, tomorrow. Um, I'm going to be having a lot of ibuprofen and maybe a couple shots of whiskey before I start playing just to make sure um, I can get through the the two hours of playing ultimate. So no, I know it's, it's a terrible idea and I'm still going to do it because it's because like some not? of the only time I get out of my house. 
<laughs> and I get to run around for a while. So um, I feel like every time I'm on the twits, you're at the black heart. So yeah, but I'm working at that point. I'm, oh, I'm that's doing, I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing work. Okay. So, um, all right. Yeah. So welcome everybody uh, to the 199th episode of the podcast. Um, episode 200 will be next week. And I, I if you haven't seen it uh, on the Twitters, um, I put out a request. If you have any affinity for this podcast whatsoever, um, whether it is uh, in uh, you hate this podcast, but you hate listen. Uh, because you hate the sound of my voice or something uh, or you, you love the sound of you my... love the podcast or you love the sound of jess's voice uh and please please say, no one likes the sound of mj's voice we all we all can agree oh, there so no. i don't um, even like the sound of my voice uh please if, if you if you want to send something in send send uh send a voice memo or a video um and to the uh at i think it's the daves i know i'm in at gmail.com or maybe it's maybe it's just Dave's. I know I'm in a Did I look it's, it up? whatever. The Gmail, yeah, the, the Gmail account, or you can slide into the the Dave's I know uh, Twitter uh, DMs. I think there are. I'm pretty sure our DMs are open for people, uh, and just drop us a, a voice memo or a video, and I will edit it into the podcast. I will add it, and we will have a a fun, fantastic time um, commemorating yeah. our 200th episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. Give us like thumbs up, uh, roast us, uh, rip us new assholes, whatever the hell you want to do. If you uh, want to be involved as a part of that, uh, I'm going to reach out to some of the a past guests on the podcast and see if I can't get a few people to maybe join us for, for a hot second. Um, to... some, some trips down memory, memory, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. So basically I just need to like talk to David Martin and make but sure like we can record a podcast on, uh, at eight o'clock, uh, next week so uh so yeah 200th episode um substack or sorry the uh dave's and o patreon uh, i've started giving out the beer the red card rye i've given out about five of them right now i there's there should be an email in your email inbox if you are a patreon uh and supporter of the dave's and o podcast um there's a few more days i'm gonna be at the black heart uh tomorrow at some point i'm not 100 sure and i'll be there all day on wednesday i'm literally gonna be there soon i'm gonna drop my fucking kid off at daycare at 7 30 be at the black heart at eight o'clock and just be at the black heart all like until like five uh on wednesday so um if you want to swing by and pick up the beer i will have uh, plenty of the beers in my car um and if you aren't able to make it to the black heart at any time we can definitely set up another meeting uh, i can i literally can meet pretty much anywhere um and or out of his home please get right him you, excuse. yeah you can yeah you can I, i'll give you my address you can like you know come to my house and and meet my kids and stuff um or uh and or kids no one wants to eat your kids david no meet meet my kids oh okay meet my kids uh and or worst case scenario if you live in the metro area i will uh i will i can deliver the beer to you so uh the red car rise is great it doesn't it's not like there's any sort of urgency to get it so we might just sort of push it out so whenever you can get to it um please let us know uh and uh we'd love to give that beer to every single person who has supported this Ever. podcast Ever. and the the heat out stout uh uh beers is going really well too so that should be re ready relatively soon i need to chat a little more with christian so um if you want to get on that one you can't get in on the red car right at this point but you could get in on the heat out stout uh daves i know uh, patreon.com slash the daves i know to help support the daves that you know 
Uh, all right. Up Dave and an FJ and a Jess. And a Jess. Yes. Uh, let's let's so let's jump in. So no Minnesota United uh, stuff from this week. Obviously, they they had the week off, as did most of MLS. Um, Austin and Kansas City somehow and for some reason played a game that we're not going to really discuss. But we had a very, very, very big uh, Minnesota soccer announcement, something that we uh, teased on the podcast last week. Uh, Minnesota Woso, there's a, 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 a professional soccer team coming to Minnesota next year in 2022. Um, there's been rumors and it's happening on the Minneapolis city side, but this is a completely separate team. Uh, this is uh, happening in what is going to be called the USLW, uh, the, the uh, United uh, Soccer League, which runs uh, USL one, the, the championship and the USL one and then uh, USL two uh, USL one is where the uh, Fort Madison plays their games, the championship. Uh, there's some uh, decent teams that we know in there. Um, USLW is a new thing that's starting in 2022 and the only independent team every other team that's going to be in this league is uh affiliated with another uh professional soccer team um the only independent team in this league is going to be a minnesota-led team so mj why don't you tell us a little bit about what's like what that looks like many people that listen to this pod know that the women's gopher soccer team has been very successful over the years and they play at Elizabeth Lyle Robbie Stadium in Falcon Heights. Sunday 3 p.m. there was a launch party. It featured women-owned businesses serving food like Flavors of Peru, Honey and Mackey's ice cream, Sweet True Bee cookies that's actually co-owned by former Lynx player Rebecca Brunson. And speaking of Rebecca Brunson, Rebecca Brunson actually got on the mic first to kick off and, and announce the team and talk about the president. But before I get into who the president of this team is, I just want to say it was so nice to see so many soccer friends that I know from various different soccer things in the Twin Cities, as well as a lot of famous soccer, sports, media people in Minnesota that were there. Um, I got to meet a few new new people that I only know from television, let's say. David, uh, you were there. Who, who did you see or what stories of familiar friends or celebrities did you, did you want to talk about? Um, yeah, no. I, so I brought Ragnar. Uh, Anna and uh, Clara stayed home. Um, it was a rough uh, morning of sleeping for Clara. So uh, and I wanted to get a nap. And so, so yeah, so I brought Ragnar. Uh, we had a, a fun time running around. Um, the, the pitch at uh, Elizabeth Lyle Robbie sta- stadium is amazing. It's, it's grass, which is fantastic. Cool. I think the, the other thing we should point out too, is that um, next year, starting next year, there's going to be a second division one women's team, uh, soccer team in, in the state of Minnesota, at uh, St. Thomas, and also going to be a, a men's division one team that the only men's division one team actually is going to be uh, St. Thomas. So there's lots of, there's actually lots of uh, amazing uh, women soccer players for this team to recruit from. And, and MJ, to your point, this is, it's, it's not a, it's a, it's a, it's a, I, don't know, I guess semi-professional is actually probably the correct descriptor because it's, it's not paid. Um but the whole point of the of this team is that they're not going to be charging 
players to play. They'll be able to, they're going to find housing and, uh, and resources for these players so that they're not, because they are still technically in college. Um, and the NCAA uh, has fucking stupid ass rules that need to be abolished immediately. But um, so that they can't, they can't be paid, but they cannot uh, be paid. And but, what other things you can provide for them is very stringent. Yeah. So much like Minneapolis city, it, this is going to be, this, this team is going to be run on the same sort of the same sort of model as Minneapolis city uh, is currently. And so they'll, they'll find they'll uh, help with resources, things like that. In terms of people that I saw, I mean, it was great to, to, I, I very only very briefly chatted with a friend of the pod, Chris Lidholm, who's been on the podcast several times. Um, he's, he's one I need to reach out to about uh, coming on or, or at least sending us a, a video or a, a voice chat. Uh, it was nice to see uh, Lavelle Neal. I'm not sure how many people know who Lavelle Neal is. If you only listen, if you only like listen to soccer and, and watch soccer stuff, you might not know that Lavelle Neal, who is currently the, um, I think he's the, the sports columnist at the Star Tribune. He was the baseball, he was the Twins beat writer for many, many years. Um, he was actually the president of the National uh, Baseball Writers Association for a long time. Um, super nice dude. I've met him several times. Uh, he's a huge, huge soccer fan. And uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised at that if there's a story in the strip um, that is that is under his uh, his byline for one of his uh, his you know opinion column pieces because um, he was there. So that so that was yeah, great to see. Um, and then, yeah, you're right, man. It was just it was it's fun to see. Like, literally, I've we have friends who've had kids uh, since the covid yeah. started and that we've <laughs> never met right so um our good friend my good friend abe uh who yeah. i went to, i went to high school with literally i've probably known i've known longer than pretty much almost anybody on the planet actually uh him and his wife christy just had a, a baby about a month before clara was born so got to meet uh khalil for the first time which was uh, fantastic as well so uh, who, adorable yeah and it's adorable um who else mj you I mean you mentioned seeing a bunch of people for the first time or, or meeting people like anybody stick out for you. I got to re-meet Lindsay Gwensel, a uh, longtime baseball uh, podcaster or uh, blogger. And she was also the sideline reporter for Minnesota United at one point. So yeah, I think 2013, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Anyways, so yeah, she's I great. Re-meet Lindsay. That was super cool. Dan Wade, was talking with Chris Long from KSTP, uh, sports announcer, or, and yeah. so I got to. He, Dan Wade introduced me to to Chris Long. That was cool. Uh, Don Mitchell from Fox Nine was there. Uh, no, who wasn't there as the token vagina on this podcast? Me. <laughs> yeah. I tried uh, to get you there. You did. How? I tagged you on, on some That's things. Subtle, MJ. I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure there were some texts that went back and forth. Um, it's, it, it's actually, it's actually quite funny. Uh, there are a lot of the sports anchors uh, in this town or, or it's in sports adjacent media. People are big soccer fans. Um, cool. You never, you never see them at Minnesota United matches for the most part, but I know Chris Long is a Spurs fan. I've seen him at uh, uh, Spurs matches at the uh, nomad. nomad before. So yeah, he gets he gets he's really into the really into Spurs, and so you can understand why he uh, hates his life. So, <laughs> did you no, really it, 
because like I'm dense. So next time it's a vagina related, you know, celebration, you just let me know. Okay. We'll do. Um, I will, I will broadcast on more channels than just Twitter. Uh, yeah, any anybody else, MJ, that you were that you, you know, I also got to talk to with Chris Lidholm, yeah, which was awesome. And then I reconnected with some people that I honestly have not seen since the NASL days in the Nessie. That you know, hey, I remember going, you know, tailgating, barbecuing with you pregame. Now that things have gotten bigger, we don't tailgate together. You're somewhere probably in Allianz Field, or maybe you don't go to Loons games anymore. But yeah, I got to meet just some old friends. Nice. That uh, people whose names I didn't even remember. Um, but yeah, the, it was really fun seeing everybody kind of there. We all kind of lamented having to be outside in the hot weather when we could be indoors watching Euros. But right. at the same time, the wind, the wind kept us cool. The sun was out. There was a dunk tank. You could optionally go into the dunk tank. Um, our friend of the pod, JJ, tried to get me to go into the dunk tank. And I was like, I didn't dress for that. And no one wants to see me in my boxers. And Wes agreed with me. No one wants to see me in my boxers. Uh, from what I hear, it's uh, hot boy summer in shorts. Thigh, it's thigh, thigh boy summer, Jess. And yes, uh, I was in my I was in my five five inch inseam uh, shorts on Sunday. Nice. So looking hot. They, I was yes, hot. Hot out. In hot both out. in both ways, in both possible ways. All, uh, all possible ways. Got it. it was uh, um, it was it was uh, yeah, it was great actually too. I uh, ran into uh, Katie and Adam Jarvey uh, and their daughter who was born literally like a week before Ragnar um she was pre she was premature and there was a whole whole big thing but Isla and Ragnar had never met before and we're like oh yeah these these guys are going to be the best friends because we live not too far from them they're gonna we're gonna go to the soccer games and all that and literally um had never met before uh yesterday so it was very it's very very cool arranged marriage (laughs) well maybe no maybe not arranged marriage or whatever but um but you know it's Isla's Isla's is is a wonderful child. Um, I'm pretty sure Jarvis do not listen to this podcast, so they won't ever hear this. But um, it was it was just fantastic to actually like. Oh yeah, there's other people in the world, um, not just the same people I I see every every goddamn week. Uh, and now we're kind of getting back to slightly more of a normal, and so I'm very excited about that. So, um, yeah. So meet Andy Call's wife. Megan, yeah, Andy called right. who I helped set up Dark Clouds Depot with uh, at Minnesota United games. Shout Andy, out to Andy. Yeah, he he runs Megan. the uh, he runs the Dark Cloud uh, social media stuff too. So he's a yeah, and, really he, cool he, he, and he does trivia. He's a, he's a very very good very good guy. So yeah, it was just fun to see everybody. Once the crowd kind of got settled, Rebecca Brunson came out. She was introduced, I can't remember by whom, but basically went on about her WNBA career, both as a player and as a coach, five-time champion with the Lynx. And 
then Rebecca Brunsa introduced the president of this new Minnesota women's soccer team. Not surprised for people in the know, it's Andrea Yach. Andrea Yach, formerly with Minnesota United during the NASL days. When mm-hmm. Matt Van Opel came on this pod, he mentioned that when they hired Andrea, how much their corporate business partnerships, marketing sales just started going crazy because she's yeah. really good at that sort of thing. No so surprise that she's the one that's going to be leading this group of women, formerly KFAN director, um, also helped to bring the Inter- International uh, Continental Cup to U.S. Bank Stadium. I might, I might hold that one against her. Right, right. Neither of us are fans of, of that. Um, but, but generally uh, an amazing, an amazing, uh, amazing woman who's done a lot of really amazing shit in, in um, soccer or soccer and sports generally yeah. in the, in the, in the Twin Cities. There's other things that I'm not even listening that are on her resume. It's very impressive. If you've ever met her, she is an amazing woman, super kind hearted. I met her for the first time well, probably up at the Nessie, but that didn't count. Like she was with her family and busy doing like job things. I met her for the first time in an informal setting because she took the Minneapolis ice sculpture, or sorry, the St. Paul art ice sculpture that was put up on, on public property that the city wanted to tear down and moved it across the street to her yard. Um, and so uh, I contacted her on social media and said, hey, I'd like to meet you and I'd like to to see the sculpture and so this winter I finally got to go and and actually meet her her husband mm. they have kids that play soccer they're they're of course they do um Yach then introduced the rest of the executive board Susan Earl who is the Ramsey County budget director Andrea Carol Funk uh Boys and Girls Club of the Twin Cities director of evaluation and Elisa Vicuña KPMG forensic services manager and my neighbor long time contributor to the Minnesota football. Yeah. Elisa is also my neighbor. She lives like three houses down from me. So. So you're kind of a big deal or what? Yeah. Yeah. You know, soccer referee. Yes. Soccer referee. Uh, She Um, refereed um, refereed the, uh, the annual, the, the, the first ever Minnesota soccer podcast tournament. Uh, and gave, she gave David uh, Martin a yellow card for something yes. that he did. And uh, it was the most glorious thing I've ever seen in my entire lifetime. So um, yeah, Elisa is is uh, also fucking amazing as well. So she's used to telling grown men what to do and where to go. I love it. I yeah. love it. They're yeah. misbehaving on the pitch. Also, occasional co-host of the uh, um, Minnesota Football Show podcast, which I was I joined this last weekend. Uh, I jumped on for for a little bit to to chat some stuff. So um, look for that whenever Rodrigo decides he wants to edit it. So just probably be like several days after this podcast gets released. Speaking of celebrities, Rodrigo was also there on Sunday, and I and I apparently missed them. You did. He was, he was, to be fair, he, he had to leave early. Cause I think he had uh, some coaching duties, but I, um, yeah, he didn't, he didn't stick around very, very long, but yeah, he, uh, he's also upset that I did not get him, did not bring him food, uh, which I promised to bring him. However, 
I also was chasing around a fucking two-year-old uh, who did not have any any desire in like getting food, free food. So I didn't, I didn't, I personally did not even eat any of the free Peruvian food that looked fucking amazing. So uh, I have to try to change that next time I see that food truck somewhere because the food looked really great. The Peruvian food was great. The free ice cream was great. I did not get to the cookies. My loss. Ice cream. I love yeah. ice cream. Yeah. Um, After they introduced the board and then introduced some of their male counterparts, the, Rebecca Brunson led a Q&A session with Andrea Yach, and that was essentially to handle all the difficult questions that were on the minds of a lot of people there. In the words of Donald Rumsfeld, there were a lot of known unknowns, right? Where, <laughs> where are you going to play? You know, who's going to be your coach? And so what they wanted to focus on that this is going to be women's led. It's going to be fan and community owned. They wanted to focus on women, so they introduced their male counterparts. Well, I'm not going to introduce them because I don't care about them. Uh, <laughs> to, to, to be fair, um, they didn't. I mean, they 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 mentioned them. I think one time um, it was like <laughs> here's Wes Berdine, Matt Pravat. So it's it's it's. Rob Spence, uh, who is, I think, the president of Blackhawks, which is the uh, local youth soccer organization. Wes Berdine, who owns the Blackheart, uh, and Matt Pravatsky, who has been running Equal Time Soccer, which is I another... love Wes. Yeah, um, and, and 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 Matt, who's who, literally, like his whole thing outside of he's like Mitra uh, Jalali's like right hand person. Um, he also hosts a women's soccer blog slash podcast slash he's like media company he's the announcer for the gopher women's uh games um he started like a thing where he just basically covers women's soccer in minnesota so it's three it's three guys who are very invested in women's soccer um succeeding in minnesota not just like three it's not like you know a a token white guy who who has who has some money who's like oh yeah this seems like a good idea put my name on this yeah. It's, it's three guys who are, who are very invested in in Good. making sure that it is successful and and to and to their credit um and like have stepped back and let it be women led and women focused and i think mj to your next point it's gonna be community uh, it's women led community funded right yeah community owned yeah is what they said yeah i'm 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 excited i just want to know what like what level i can invest at because i am happy um, and more than excited for. Well, are you uh, on their Mailchimp? Because if not, I am. you should go to mnwoso.com and get on their mailing list. So when they announce now. how to be more involved or to vote on things like what the name is going to be or branding, you or colors. In the next six months, all of these uh, known unknowns will be hopefully answered. Uh, they hopefully will hire a coach, find a stadium, build business partners and sponsors. Overall, super fun event. Uh, they had a DJ there spinning tunes. David, you have anything else to, to, to say about this? I, I was just only disappointed that they did play any ELO. But uh, okay. but I'm a dad, so there's that. So no, it, it, why are you complaining about like no Kenny Loggins? Like, I mean, 
I, I I'm a dad who has who respects himself, MJ. Uh, so Jeff Lynn or get the fuck out. Get the fuck out of my house. No, I, that's true. I do I actually have Kenny Loggins records uh, in, my, in my house. You're a right big now, so. Yacht Rock fan. So I am. I'm a, I, I fucking love Yacht Rock, bud. So um, no, it, it was it was great. Uh, I think it was fantastic. I'm really excited for I, I've been chatting with Wes about this off and on at the bar because he's a chatty Kathy. Um, and so, I, and I'm, and I'm at the bar. You're my favorite. Um, and I'm at the bar so often that it's just like, he, he bounces stuff off people who are at, who like, that's work in your world. Yeah, that's no, that is work. Um, but yeah, if you show up at the bar, like Wes might just bounce an idea off you and then you're like, Oh, what, what are you talking about that? And it's like, Oh, because you were putting together a, uh, women's soccer, a women's led, a women's only. Team, so um so yeah so i'm i'm very excited and then wes is also on the uh five boy summer train so we are we're gonna be doing gams uh for uh for days this summer so no it was it was fantastic i'm very excited uh it sounds like they're gonna be selling the scarf that that was designed by rob and then the uh logo the temporary logo was designed by a women uh go for women soccer player um sounds like they're gonna be producing more of those scarves and selling them here in the next couple of weeks. So go to that mnwoso.com, sign up for the newsletter. You'll get the, you get the first crack at buying some of those scarves. So far be it for me, but I would like to volunteer my time towards this cause. Should uh, there be anything I can do? I signed up for the mailing list. All right. Jess is, uh, I mean, not to be the token vagina. Uh, not to be the token vagina. The, 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 the vagina league, but. Uh, formed, wholly realized vagina of my own accord. <laughs> I'm ready to support. All right. Sounds good. Um, we, so you're in charge of women's soccer from now on. So just <laughs> congratulations. <Fuck no. laughs> uh, all right. Let's, let's move on. We don't have a, we don't have a ton of uh, big uh minnesota united questions um we do have a few injuries that we're not 100 sure on uh as you may have known uh reynoso did not play in the last match um because of knee leg concerns which is not a great sign uh ozzy alonso uh, also well, maybe had maybe if inchy didn't play him into the dirt we wouldn't be in this three situation. times in seven days maybe yeah you're right maybe you're right uh, about four or five episodes, the soccer prophet known as Jessica <laughs> said, are we going to play him onto the injury list when he was still playing? He was still I'm a gifted, gifted prophet. Follow me, bitches. <laughs> Correct. Uh, Jessica, prophet. one, four, six, nine, or eight, seven, eight, two, two seven, three. Colin from Milwaukee, talkie. <laughs> uh, uh, Ozzy Alonso was out uh, with the leg issue, uh, Ethan Finley with a knee issue, and then uh, Will Trapp with an ankle issue. That was uh, the injury report from the last. And then uh, Frank Payne uh, was unable to play because of uh, paperwork. Uh, paperwork. Yeah. So, um, no almond creme for you, bitches. Right. So uh, Heath, Methin, Heath mentioned, hopefully, by the time we get to Dallas, have a clean bill of health. You would assume. Hopefully. Yeah. Every, He's all these guys are back. Plays them into the fucking dirt. Yeah. Bullshit. So, MJ. So you, had, MJ, you had a question. What was your question? How many of those players—Reynoso, Alonzo, Finley, Trap—those four players will be healthy enough 
to be in the game day 20 player roster versus FC Dallas this Saturday? I'm going to throw Frank Payne in there because he was not in the, in the, in the game day roster. And I'm going to say four, the only one four out of those five, the only one not available, Frank Payne. Ragapane still having paperwork issues. Yeah. Yeah. But have you, have you uh, seen what's fucking going on in South America right now? No, no. Uh, Lots of political unrest. Lots of civil unrest and political unrest and lots of fucking COVID. There's no fucking way in hell that uh, Frank Payne's paperwork got through. So I thought thought he was already here, though. I thought like he's here. He's here. He just can't play. Yeah, he he has. Yeah, there's there's paperwork to deal with him being able to actually like collect a check. I mean, I guess theoretically he could play for free, but like no one is going to. Like no one in, on the MSPA or 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 MLS is going to allow him to like play for free. Let me rephrase that. I thought all the paperwork that needed to be done was on the U.S. embassy, U.S. immigration. No, uh, not the, not the Argentinian side. No, the, the shit's on the Argentinian side. Oh well, good luck. Yeah, I'm sure we're saying it is, even if it ain't. Can we blame Lionel, Lionel Messi somehow? No, the so. There is a um, and longtime listeners of this podcast will understand this rant I'm about to go on. That there is a very particular um, issue that Minnesota United has with immigration. Maybe an administrative assistant that could be you, Zeller. No, they they are. I don't. I don't understand who their lawyers are. Who do customs and immigration and that stuff mm-hmm. because every other team it seems like can get their players signed available right away this is pre-covid right so this is maybe we're just not paying attention to them no and, and but mj you and i know one of the people who was in charge of hr for a long time for minnesota yeah. united yes and she has said that they're just they're just they don't they don't have anybody on staff to do this like they farm this shit out and so you don't have the same person doing it every time so you have a different goddamn uh make them an offer they can't refuse Zeller. you know you're looking for a job work from home bitches i don't work on game days that and that's that's the problem um you don't have to work so, on game days if you get your paperwork in on time i mean that's true so anyways someone so- on this club needs to handle the details of player acquisition they need to have a person they need to have a person who is responsible for you know this handling shit stuff. that matters mm. also engaging with the players um making sure they have the resources that they need i think it's gotten better honestly um over the course of the last couple of years but for a long time it was like there was like really nothing so like you're a player who you come here you barely speak english um you're like oh hey here's Thomas yeah, get get a get a get a, a an apartment in downtown Minneapolis or something. Um, uh, figure we, out. We how, should volunteer out to how, be the welcoming committee. Us here, and then yeah. we could exclusive interviews for the cast when they first, you know, land. And I can translate if they speak French. Well, the the problem the problem was is that they they relied um, very heavily on. So there's a Minnesota has a. Uh, 
Minnesota United and the Stars, uh, frankly, for that matter, had a, a Brazilian contingent. And so they recruited a lot from Brazil. And so they had, there was Brazilian players that were already here. So they recruited <laughs> Brazilian players because they had, they had people on the roster who spoke uh, Portuguese who could um, easily help assimilate the players. And now that they're starting, then now that they're in a different league, they have um, different needs and different players. And the fact that the problem is, is that um, every single big club in the world has someone has multiple people, has an entire staff of people who are like, whose only job is to make sure that players that are coming to the country who've never been in that country uh, can, can get acclimated um, and, and, you know, do things that they want to do. Volunteer bring to be their the friends. first American date for every player that is signed by Minnesota United. Listen, that that wouldn't be a terrible job. I would actually be interested in that job as long as I don't have to work on game days. That's that is my one my one caveat. So. Um, okay. I called it step in line, bitch. Back back uh, to my question, Jessica. Right. You have a guess on how many of these players will be healthy enough to be in the game day roster? Ah, uh, yes, I do. Two. I say two. I say two out of five, and yeah. it ain't Frank Payne. In fact, let me get more specific because we have the same guess. Yeah. I'm going to say Reynoso's no-go and Finley's no-go. Uh, yeah. I was gonna and, say, and Frank Payne's out because of paperwork. I, I think the two that will play, or that, well, maybe not play, but at least be in the game day 20, Will be Trap and Reynoso because Keith will try to squeeze Reynoso in, no matter what. Prematurely. To be fair, he was in. Uh, I did see uh, Reynoso uh, on Thursday at the Minnesota Twins game last Thursday. Uh, he threw out the first pitch. He did. Yeah, he and, did well. And yeah, his form was decent for a guy who's probably never thrown a baseball in his, in his entire life. Um, so I know that, and I I did see Ozzy Alonso uh at the game as well. So, and and he, I hope he took out some people at the knees. Uh, it it would have been great because it was they were playing the Yankees, but uh, it he did not. Uh, he looked like he was walking healthily, so um, you know, and and, and, pictures of and Frank Payne, I saw Frank Payne there as well. So, um, the only people I did not see there from this list were uh, Ethan Finley and Will Trap. So Finley. He was probably at home with his infant. Probably. Yeah. Uh Juan Chope was there. Uh Adrian Unao was there. Uh DJ Taylor. But off, was off forgotten there. DJ Taylor. And then um I'm blanking on who the last oh uh no uh Debasi and and Debasi was there as well. They butchered they butchered pretty much every single player's name. Oh except for DJ Taylor. Fuck. Come on, how hard is it? Like, it get someone to whisper to you. is hard. Unu, Unu is hard. No, they, no, really, no, not if you give a shit about any other Minnesota sport. It's not hard. And they very do your they, homework. Bakai Bakai Debasi was the one they butchered the most. It was bad. I I was I'm sorry, I was literally I'm cringing. Sorry cringing as the guy was saying and i was up in like section 319 uh i don't go to baseball games if you've ever watched espn fox or literally any other network with announcers that cannot pronounce japanese or spanish names correctly even though japanese 
and Spanish named player, Latin American players have been in this league for decades and they still can't get it right. How some sports care about pronouncing names from other cultures. Yeah, that's correct. So um, we'll just wait till they have vaginas and they'll care even less. Uh, all right. So the only other piece of United news that we have is uh, Hassani Donson uh, gets a new contract from the team. Yep. A three-year contract uh, extension uh, through 2024 with a, a, a team option for, I assume that's a team option for 2025. Um, he's had, He's played in all seven games. He has had six starts. He has a goal, which was uh, scored in the three-two loss uh, at the at the Crapids. Uh, so yeah, this is great. This is great news. Honestly, I, I literally have nothing bad to say about Hassani Dotson inking a new contract, other than I wish he would be playing left back instead of Chase Gasper. Yeah, anyone. Uh, MJ, do you have any anything to add on the on that? Dotson contract? No, you read all my bullet points perfectly. I didn't read the quote. If you, I was assuming you wanted you wanted to do you, the quote. MJ, MJ, read the quote. I've started more games this year than the previous ones, and I want to continue that with my ultimate goal to win trophies, keep improving, and eventually move to Europe. <laughs> I want to be a big part around the reason why we are winning and being successful. You can do all of that, Hassani, except for moving to Europe. Please stay. No, it honestly, it's fine to go to Europe because this is basically free money for uh, Minnesota United if he's get he gets sold to Europe, right? Like, yeah, we, really? They they invested yeah, nothing yeah. in him. How does that work? So outside of the contract, so he was drafted in the second round of the draft in twenty nineteen. Nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've invested nothing in him outside of the money that they paid him and in, in his contract. So whatever they can sell him for, that is money that goes back into the club that they can I use for him. I don't want the money. Yeah. Jessica, if, if you love him, you have to let him go. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, MJ. He, he, will, he will eventually come back to you. Uh when yeah. he's been if burnt out from me, it will be. Yeah. If he's been Burnt out with Real Sociedad uh, after. You mean when he's years. 35, he'll come back to Minnesota United? Maybe. I, I wish him the Maybe best. Maybe earlier. But like, I, I want him to have a successful soccer career. And I'm hoping a lot of that is with Minnesota United. But if he can go on to greener pastures, great. The, the, the problem is, is that he doesn't really have a. It's weird because he is. Arguably the player that we should most want on the field at any given time, but he also doesn't have a defined role here in Minnesota. Um, and, Great, and because who, when Inchi um some short ass uh British guy. Yeah. I don't know. Listen, because when Inchi pigeonholes you, you're fucked. I say Hassani's in a great place. Yeah. Uh, are you guys so proud of how far I've come? Like the progress I have made in like six weeks. You, I'm you've, totally with you. We've introduced you to uh, Inchi. We've introduced you to Heath out. We've introduced you to Conky Cafe. Jess, you are doing fucking amazing. I'm, Don't... I'm like a straight A student. Yeah. Like uh, Honor Society, the Daves I know. 
perfect perfect Quick study all right let's how about we take a break uh because i need to go get another beer can't take it anymore no no i I literally just need to go get another beer and then we'll we'll uh, we'll discuss some mls news uh mj has a, a a fun game for us and we get the minneapolis city minute plus we get to chat about an actual proper soccer game coming up uh against that FC i dallas. attended is it the one i attended yes the one you attended plus the one against fc dallas uh this weekend we can preview that one we'll talk about the the one that you attended um we'll be right back after this you want me to be that type of dude and i want to like me too, but we both know I can't do nothing at all. Oh, yeah. That is aggressive. I'm not gonna lie. He That's is really aggressive. aggressive. She yeah. sounds like she means business. I forgot. To, I forgot to mention at the top of the podcast. Um, so the, the Christian brought over all the red card rye for my birthday uh, a couple weeks ago. Um just brought it so i could have it and also happy birthday to mj who's turning uh 45 tomorrow today or today probably when you're listening to the podcast so happy birthday mj thank you so much happy birthday to you don't sing we can't we can't pay for that (laughs) uh we are doing one phrase they can't charge us for that yeah happy birthday to you you fucking guy that we like MJ, happy fucking birthday, MJ. Fuck it up for you, the birthday bitch. Fuck it up for you, the birthday bitch. Anyway, anyway. I never had an impromptu music performance for my birthday before. So I I feel now bathed in oral love. (laughs) Fantastic. Yeah, oral, not oral, Jess. Yeah, yeah. A U R A L, not O R A L. Wait, we're an audio medium. Maybe I should choose my words better. The, it's audio theater, love. theater of the mind, uh, boys and girls, theater of the mind. Um, anyways, uh, so <laughs> Christian brought over all these beers. These beers are are sitting in my uh in my basement, uh, and then I brought some to the Blackheart yesterday to give to people, and then I was like, oh. I, I shouldn't leave these in my trunk overnight. It's probably not a great idea. Put them on the porch. Uh, and then I opened the porch to let my son out this morning. Oh. All of a sudden, he smashed a beer. And I have no idea. These are thick-ass bottles. I have no idea how he, like, broke a bottle of beer. He must have, like, a hard head. must have picked it up and dropped it just perfectly because... Yeah, there was shattered everywhere, beer everywhere, um, uh, glass everywhere, and so uh, there was a it was a very stressful part of my stressful morning and stressful day was the stressful part of like trying to like clean up a beer and make sure like there's not shards of glass on my porch where my kid runs around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know how to operate a vacuum? So. I do. Um, that. That that porch is, does not do well with vacuums, but so okay. um, I know my house a little bit better than you do. So, um, anyways, let's let's jump in. Let's talk. We have some very quick MLS news. Uh, MLS All Star Game was actually announced. MJ, uh, what were the details here? For the first time in the league's existence, instead of the MLS All Stars playing a European club, 
sometimes one of the better known ones, sometimes one of the lesser known ones, they are going to have MLS All-Stars versus Liga MX All-Stars. L- lesser known ones being Arsenal. Let's, let's, just, let's call fucking spade a spade. Yeah, I was... Wait, what? So, Jessica, you know how all the sports leagues in the United States have an All-Star game? Sure. And they, it's usually like the East versus the West or the American League versus the National League. Right, right, right. So, yeah. Well, MLS doesn't do that. The MLS puts all their All-Stars on one team, and then we would play a pretty, like, a Real Madrid or an Arsenal. They, or, they, haven't, they haven't always done that, hmm. to be fair. That's typically... Because they're tired of getting their asses kicked or... Yeah, kind of just to show where the league is in regards to the world. And usually, you know, it's the summer, it's the off season. So they didn't bring all their top players. I remember one time, like, Real Madrid came and they didn't play Cristiano Ronaldo and all the Cristiano Ronaldo fans were super pissed. Um, but, yeah, they're not doing that. They're going to have the MLS All-Stars versus the Liga MX All-Stars uh which seems more fair. I don't know this the Spanish. Todos Estrellas? I don't know. We'll talk with Rodrigo and he'll let me know how to say all stars in Spanish. Sure. But he's the only person that speaks Spanish around here. Well, I sort of do. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> yeah, I'm just um anyway, uh, thoughts on this format. Thoughts on uh, you know another marriage between MLS and Liga MNPs. I mean besides the Campionas Cup or whatever that thing's called. I mean there's 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 three things that they're that they're in bed with uh Liga MX now. Um it's fine. It's it's okay. I think it it's more of what the game should be than a glorified friendly with uh a team of hodgepodge players versus a team that is in their preseason, right? So um, uh, the league MX players are not in season when they'll be playing this game, but that's, again, that's, I think, totally fine generally. So or I think they will have just gone back to uh, to start training with their teams. So if you're going to do it in if your ultimate goal, which I think speculate the ultimate goal is that there's much more of a, a symbiotic relationship with Liga MX and MLS, then yeah, this should just be the standard thing that you guys do every year. You play an all-star game of best MLS players versus best Liga MX players. And then eventually uh, there's just one North American league. So, I like La Liga. Liga Mekis. La Liga is, is uh, Spanish. Right? Like in Spain. Yeah, like in Spain. In Mexico. Oh, Liga MX. Yes. Yeah. That's that's Liga Mekis. Are they Leon? Club Leon, yes. Leon. Yeah. Um, Very good. Yes, which Miguel Mabel played My- for. You know your Miguel yes. my, my club, Club Leon. Uh, I, I, I rock a Club Leon jersey anytime they play. So, yes, Club Leon. Miguel Mabel 
sont des mots qui vont très bien ensemble. Très bien ensemble. Uh, MJ, what are your what are your thoughts on? I mean, you you laid it out there for us. It's another way for MLS and Liga MX to join forces to try to do the thing that they do. And I don't know, like, can we get our fans to watch something together? What I like about it is without using the p word. Yeah, hopefully, God. Jesus. What What I like about it is that MLS is maybe shifting their demographics in who they're trying to appeal to rather than trying to get the Euro snobs that yeah. go watch Tottenham yeah. at some Irish pub early in the morning uh, on a Saturday and trying to get those guys to go watch live soccer in their backyard mm -hmm. on a Saturday evening. Like, hey, you know what's more popular than the Premier League in the United States? Liga Amakis. Maybe uh, trying to court some of those fans to MLS and get, and so if that was part of their marketing idea, kudos to them. Did you guys ever go to the game when Miguel was going to Lyon? Did you go to that friendly? Yes, it was. It was at Target Field. At Target Field? There was two. There was one at. There oh, was there was two. Sorry, there, there was one, one at the Nasty and there was yeah. one at Target Field, right? Yeah. Okay, so I went to the one in Blaine, and I saw all kinds of people and fans that I had never seen before, right? right. And I loved that. Like all these people that are soccer fans here locally that hadn't felt, you know, weren't. At, you know, Minnesota United ticket holders. I just, he played the first half with us. He played the second half with them. I bought a shirt. It's going to be a collector's item. I just, yeah. I feel like we should play with our North or our American, right? North, Central, South American counterparts more often than we play with Europe. Like, why is Europe the standard? Let's make our own standard. Yeah, hundred um, uh, percent. Speaking of uh, Euro snobs and the P word, Clit FC signs Christian Fuchs. Um, Clit FC, uh, sign me up. That's it's not technically Clit FC. It's CLT FC, but it looks like Clit. But it's so Clit FC. <laughs> it's Charlotte. It, Charlotte, it's the Charlotte, yeah, the Charlotte team uh, that is joining. The only us. way that I would support a Charlotte team is if it's Clit FC. They are, it's legitimately like when they put out their uh, their branding, it was like, oh, that looks like Clit, but it's not Clit. But it's Perfect. like, seriously, man, like, look at your fucking shit. Welcome one, to South Carolina. One time. South Carolina. South look at your Carolina. shit. <laughs> yeah, look at your shit one time, please. <laughs> But two it's time, two time. their losses are gained, Zeller. Their losses are gained. What's going on at, at Clit FC that's so Euro, Euro snobbery? Oh, they sent Christian Fuchs uh, from Leicester City. So, um, oh. I mean, why yeah. Christian Fuchs signed with the because he probably got paid a shit ton of money because Fuchs and Clits go together. That's, I mean, not all the, not all the time. Sometimes they don't go Sometimes. together. 
on occasion they go a lot of times they do they don't always have to go together they sometimes don't always go sometimes together with other clicks and it's, and it's fine um anyways uh all I right. love the um you guys put a link in the agenda to this article and I love his facial expression. It's like like he's trying to uh to find the clip for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Ever. yeah. Yeah. That's Christian or, or or he's shitting on the pot. One of the two. Yeah. Maybe no, both. Maybe both. Oh, that's uh, your. That's gonna be your. Uh, days Definitely, I know, I'm trying to come make it happen. <laughs> gonna be your Dave's I know OnlyFans content, baby. We're we're gonna Woo-hoo! we're gonna make that we're gonna make that content. Uh, all right, MJ, you have a you have a, a game for us here. I have a new game. Okay, for better know a loon. This is the current loon. Uh, I will mention the the guy's name. Uh. Franco Fragapane. Okay. All, all. Wait, what? What? Almond cream. Frank Payne. Frank Payne. Okay. Frank Japan. Uh, so. Almond cream. So I have a game that we all know, two truths and a lie, and you have to guess the lie. I will say three statements that are paraphrases of things that Fragapane has said, and. Those three things, two of them are going to be truths, one of them is going to be a lie. That's why it's called Two Truths and a Lie. I love it. Let's go. Number one. What is the significance behind the number seven? I'm a winger, and I don't know how you do it in the United States, but in Argentina, wingers wear seven. Number two. Who are your heroes? My heroes are my mom and dad. They got to me where I am now. Number three, what's on your bucket list? To play in the Argentina national team. All right, number three, that's a lie. Number one. Very good, Jessica. Just ding, 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 Jessica wins. As There's no way the motherfucker's playing in the goddamn Argentinian national team. It didn't say to be realistic. The question was just on his bucket list. And, you know, maybe it was on his bucket list at age five. You can't blame me for that. All right. That is something he I said. Win, I, win, I win, I win, I win, I win. What do I win, MJ? You win an invitation to my birthday party this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, is that it or do you have more, MJ? No, no, that's two truths and a lie with, with, with uh, Better Know Loon. Okay, there you go. I win, uh, I win, I win, I win, I win. So, so what, was, what was the lie? Well, when they asked the significance behind the number seven, he said something like, it's just the number I've always worn. Ever since youth, I've always worn number seven. But I made up the lie of, I'm a winger, and I don't know how you do it in the United States, but in, in Argentina, wingers wear number seven. All right, son of a bitch, probably should have picked up on that. So, all right, let's uh, let's talk Minneapolis City. Uh, the Minneapolis City, as we're now calling it, the Minneapolis City three minutes. Um, I did not go to this game, unfortunately. I was unable to. Uh, it took place in the Twin Cities, but I hear you're bearing the lead. I'm bearing the lead that uh, this was uh, Jessica's first ever Minneapolis City game. Yeah, and I think I feel like she has some thoughts. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let MJ and Jess uh, take it from here. 
Well, first of all, on Wednesday, they went to Moorhead and played Dakota Fusion, or as I like to say, DeSoto Fusion, because they're in Moorhead. And they beat Dakota for the second time of the year, this time two to five. And then this Saturday, they had another away game in St. Louis Park playing Joy SLP. Spoiler alert, they won that one too. I do remember uh, Jess uh, tweeting at me, I think, and me like, hey, can I, it, it's, it's at a high school. Can I drink there? I'm like, have you never drunk during calculus? And Jess was like, I didn't make it to calculus. So yeah, I, stopped. I took statistics instead because I'm, you know, a businesswoman, whatever. Like a boss. Yeah. So, but I was just like, oh yeah, no, you absolutely can drink in a fucking high school uh, football stadium. Well, the good news was is I didn't even have to because we met at JJ's Clubhouse and I had first, and while I was waiting for MJ to arrive, I had a once upon a time cranberry vodka with a lime and it was super strong for 550 holla at JJ's Clubhouse. Um, and then I had two gin and tonics, which were also equally strong. And so thus, I did not have to pull my crystal light pink lemonade plus vodka routine because I had had plenty at JJ's Clubhouse, holler at JJ's Clubhouse. Yeah, there were actually five of us, five Minneapolis citizens. Yes, Squid and Janice. And Jason Ferdy. Yeah. Oh, Squid and Janice. And Jason, oh, I mean, I mean, I think I assume Jason because I he lives out in that direction. But Janice and Squid came out. David is is someone from East Midway. Two people from East Midway, Maplewood and Egan, drove there. Why weren't you there? Yeah, MJ. I mean, I am pretty sure that there was something going on that did not allow me to be there. Fair uh, enough. Like infants. I, I can look at my yeah uh, yes I have a newborn MJ, so fuck you. There's that. Okay. Uh, Jessica, it, it was your first time. You, you yeah! popped your crow cherry. You popped your crow cherry. What did you? It wasn't the full on at home Augsburg experience, but what did you think of your first crows game? Well, I was clearly the loudest bitch there, which I always appreciate. And they actually twitted me sometime, maybe it was today that I got back to them and thanked me for coming, which was so cute. And they asked me if I wanted to sign up for the newsletter. And I said, absolutely. And I said, I hope I didn't embarrass you because as I just mentioned, I was one cranberry vodka, Tito's, and two gin and tonics limes in Bombay. And uh, I, I particularly remember that when Joy scored, I turned to the opposing cheering crowd and I said, but where are your flags? Because they did, not, they did not have any flags, and I did mine. I wove, I wove, I 
waved the checkered black and white and pink all over flag like NASCAR and I liked it. I had a good time and they said I didn't embarrass them. So I take that as a open invitation to come back all the time with one cranberry vodka and two gin and tonics under my belt. Um, come to a uh, an actual home game and it's it's fantastic. It's even more um, I am an Augie. We I went will, over I, this during halftime. I will tell you the reason why I wasn't out there is because it was uh, celebrating the 70th birthday of one of my former neighbors uh, over in in St. Paul. So that's the reason why I, uh, okay, I didn't make important. it to the game. So very, it was very important. Um, if I make it to 70, will you be there as well? Um, I will probably be dead because I do not intend to live very long. But um, she yes. So this this neighbor of ours uh, is 70 and looks like. 85 um smokes a lot of smokes a lot of cigarettes so um, don't (laughs) don't stop smoking kids uh it's it's not great for you never just just eat your weed don't smoke it um just eat it it's well if someone wants to convert me to weed full-time dm me Anyways, That's uh nine or two five eight yep so that's why I wasn't there. Uh, but it sounds like, you know, it was a great game for Minneapolis City, MJ. And I was very loud. I was put responsible by Brian Schreier to bring all the things, like the banners, the flags, the, the megaphones, the zip ties. And so I was kind of late. I mean, just like, imagine that's that. that too late to something. Yes, give the kid a break. So 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 why did why did Brian put you in charge? He knows you, right? Yeah, he he knows me. Um, like so uh, like legitimately, he knows you, right? Paul, Paul Schmeichel couldn't couldn't make it till second half, and Nate was going to be a game time decision, and there weren't a lot of other citizens to step up to the plate. So I said I would I would limp over to his house, drive slash limp to his house, pick up all the things before going to Jesus. And I carried all the flags. Yes. And That's I good. tried to helpful as I had the backpack and all the banners and the megaphone. And I tried to had to carry the flags. A young woman who was sitting behind us. Her boyfriend is a Minneapolis City guy. And I tried to entice her to wave a flag, but she was a little bit shy. And but I could tell she enjoyed my antics. So I felt appreciated. Long time. Minneapolis city uh, member and board member, Paul really enjoyed like, Oh, we had a new person. Definitely a citizen is what he said. Definitely in the spirit of the citizens. And I was like, yes, yes. And we had a drum. Yeah. And it was good times and we won bitches. So what else could you possibly want? We did. We did win. Uh, Was it three, three, two was the the final score? It was, it was, 3-1 3-1 for most of the game. They got a stoppage time goal at the end. Okay. Uh, there were so many fouls, fairly one-sided. There was a denial of goal scoring opportunity, or if not, just a very wild tackle on Kevin Andrews uh, that should have been a red card. And the ref showed him a yellow. And then there was a tackle. Yeah, that on- ref was a pussy. 
Uh, by the thank way. you. Thank you, Jessica. And there was a multiple tackles on Justin Oliver that were not called. Finally, he went down and stayed down because it was so reckless. And the ref said, I didn't see it because the ball, the challenge was so late to the ball. The ball had already left and the ref's peripheral vision was on a different area. Of the yeah, because the and, ref was a pussy and the well, ref didn't the, see as much as he should have seen. Yeah. If I were the ref manager, I would have fired said ref because he sucked. This is fourth division soccer, so beggars can't be choosers when it comes to refs. It's, oh, it's, I can choose, and okay. I can beg, and I, like your I don't choose him. I like your standards, Jessica. I uh, love to have a good soccer time. That's all I can say. And if you are not embarrassed by my antics, then I will come back. Hell no. We like loud. We like obnoxious. It's Minneapolis City. And obnoxious I am, my friends. Obnoxious I am. They All took right. our megaphone away. Well, they didn't take it away. They told us we couldn't use our oh, megaphone. Yeah, there was a megaphone controversy. Tell them all about it, MJ. Well, first, a representative of the club named Andre said, is there someone using a megaphone over here? I was like, yeah, that's me. And they said, that's not allowed. You can't do that. I was like, okay. And he said, it's a stadium rule. Megaphones can't be used there. And so then there was another group of fans on the other side of the stands that were also using a megaphone. And I think, I couldn't tell for sure, but it seemed like when they were yelling, your legs are made of jello and other things, that they were also Minneapolis City fans. Mm -hmm. uh, but they were using a megaphone too. And so then the owner, Ted of Joy Athletic, comes over. Sour grapes. And, and Bye, me a second time of using the megaphone. I was like, that was not me. No, and he was just mad that I was allowed as I am because I enunciate and I project from, from the solar plexus. Yeah, I'm we don't know whether it was the other megaphone but, or if it was just Jessica being that loud. I am so loud. I love it. You fit right in. Hold this down. So, so did you... Hold this down. So did you get kicked out, MJ, or no? No, we did not get kicked out. Okay. Well, that good. At halftime when I went to smoke a cigarette behind the um, litho lithography printers. Cool. Uh, it so... was a great time. In summation, Minneapolis City stays undefeated. They are now 7-0-0. With Med City out of Rochester is in second place at five wins, zero draws, one loss. Next game is this Saturday, June 19th at 6 p.m. Everyone should come out for my birthday this Saturday. Yes. Um, we should roast MJ we, for we his birthday. We will tailgate at 5 p.m. or something like that. Game will be at 6. It'll be super fun versus the Sioux Falls Thunder. Yeah, uh, I, I, unfortunately, MJ, I will be in a in the middle of fucking broke ass Wisconsin, uh, so I cannot Rest come. Me. You don't care that I was born anyway, so it's perfect. Well, no, no, I do care that you were born. Uh, to be fair, I have it, my uh, wife's cousin is getting married, so I, I, I uh -huh. unfortunately have obligations to my wife to my wife more more so than you um well, as much I as i would love it. to i would much much rather go watch soccer uh in minneapolis than go to this god forsaken wedding but 
you can watch Minneapolis City anytime. This cousin's only gonna get married the, the once. So that's uh, yes. This cousin's only gonna get married maybe three times. <laughs> Probably. I mean, I've only been married the, t- the two times, so I'm hoping not to do it th- a you third know, time. You know, so. I don't have a starter marriage. It's true. It's, it's, it's sad, no. but true. It's fair. You, you learn how much you fucked up, and then you, like... You learn un- how much you, you unfuck your- tolerate. Yeah, you, you unfuck yourself, so... Uh, MJ, tell us a little bit about City 2 very, very, very quickly, and then we'll jump into talking about FC Dallas. They also had a game this past Saturday in St. Cloud versus Granite City FC. They won a close one, one to two, away in St. Cloud. And then that means they're on top of the UPSL Midwest West standings with five wins, one draw, and zero losses. So all of Minneapolis City, all the teams are top of the table. It's great. Uh, Minneapolis City proper is actually top of the of the npsl league generally right now someone mentioned that that because they had more games played so they were maybe seven and oh and there were a bunch of teams at six and oh right but they also teams we have they have more they they have a better goal differential and more goals scored so it it may change but like they are they are the best team in the uh npsl right now so not just the npsl north no all of NPSL exactly the the nation so that's awesome uh, all right, let's talk very quickly about uh, FC Dallas. We have a we have a Minnesota United has a game coming up, and then uh, they'll have another game coming up after that. Um, and is that how the schedule works, David? Yeah, it does. It literally does. And then they then they don't have a game for a while. Uh, weirdly enough, because you know that's how the schedule works. Uh, they're playing FC Dallas. Minnesota goes down uh, to Texas. Dallas is the general favorite uh plus 100 minnesota united is plus 240 draws plus 250 over under is uh two and a half goals uh the under the over is minus 165 uh over is plus 125 um who should we we be looking out for for this game for fc dallas mj i'll start with you uh their coach. You should be looking out for their coach. Luchi yeah. Gonzalez. Yeah. Badass motherfucker. Yeah, you mean uh sex god Luchi Gonzalez. Yeah, former Minnesota Thunder and current sex god Luchi Gonzalez. Um so this m- might be like a, a, a not a a true story, but I'm I'm believing it to be true. Um is that I think it may, I may have told this on the podcast before, but like only like four times, again. only four times. Brian Coleman, Jess, Jess has never heard this story. I've Brian, never yeah, heard Brian this story. Coleman uh, mentioned that uh, skinny jeans did not exist in Minnesota until Prince and Luchi Gonzalez. <laughs> Once in the, in the, in the fucking nineties. Yeah. It was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm wearing skinny jeans here. Uh, then. Your skinny jeans, <sighs> pantalones. Yeah. Um. So, what's so? Are there any particular uh, players? Um. I mean, we've played. We just. We literally just played FC Dallas not too long ago. Um. They have a lot of players on the roster. Uh. That we know. Jimmy Maurer, obviously. Uh. Backup. Brian Acosta. Yeah, Brian Acosta, Holling, Ryan Hollingshead. Uh, Will Acosta be back from 
his Concacafi duties. Oh, oh, that's good. Good point. He might not be. He, he might not be back from Honduran. Yeah. Um. Uh. Jesus Ferreira. Uh. Matt Hedges. Tessman. Defender. So, uh, are there any particular players that you're that you want to highlight that we should be looking out for? The the the, F- the nice thing about FC Dallas is that it they just keep cycling through young players and bring in a shit ton of new young players all the time. So it's great because you don't necessarily know who the next best player is. It also sucks because you don't know who the actual players on the roster are. So, um, so yeah. They have a homegrown, one of those young guys, uh, Ricardo Pepe, uh, who likes to score goals. We should watch out for him. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, Vargas. I feel like I know that name. Vargas? Oh, yeah. 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 He's on loan from Deportivo Lara. Also likes to score goals. Yes. That's why I probably <laughs> know his name. A goal scorer. So, um, all right. So, how does Minnesota United play these guys? I'm going to go back to what I said before the international break. We just need to play our game and not try to overthink and over plan for how they play. And we just need to focus on playing the Minnesota United way better. Without, without... My favorite, Charlie Brown. Could we that's, start Charlie that's, Brown? That would that's, be great. That's Chase Gasper. That's Chase Gasper, everyone. Yeah. He's going to be Charlie Brown at a certain level of intoxication, MJ. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, I don't think Heath is going to not start him. But now that well, Debassi's healthy. He isn't known to be, you know... Hip on the uptake. I know. Well, now but that Gasper needs to sit on the bench. Now that Debassi's healthy, maybe Debassi will play center back and we can move uh, DJ Taylor to left back, is it? David, I'm asking. Oh, uh Right, your DJ show is going to go to the Debassi. Debassi's healthy. We can put him at center back. That's where Debassi plays. Well, he can also play left back, but I'm just saying, like, there's a chance that Gasper won't start. Is what I'm saying. No, there's no, there's not. There, there, (laughs) there is not. There's not a legitimate chance that. I mean, I will. uh, We're gonna uh, start him until he fucking keels over. Honestly, man, I'm I'm trying to decide what I would eat if Chase Gasper doesn't start on Saturday. Your shorts done. Yeah, your 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 five inch inseams. I mean, <laughs> sure. Like if, if, he, if Gasper is healthy, he's fucking starting, and I and I hate it, and I fucking hate it. But uh, yes, I will eat my uh, pink shorts. If uh, up, Chase Gasper is healthy and does not start, listen. The, in the other 
possibility since I go on the rant of that players are visible and they take a lot of shit and coaches and front offices aren't and they don't get enough shit is Inchi could come up with a plan so that Gasper doesn't have to be uber defender, uber attacker and everywhere doing all the things. He could come up with a roster and a plan that would help protect him defensively and aid him so he doesn't be lost out on an island and get looted on the left wing. You know, he could come up with things that would help Gasper, but that hasn't happened either. Inti's not that creative in my experience. Yeah. He, I mean, he, said quick study? he could do that thing, but that would require him to actually um, not be an asshole. I was going to say assess your team's strengths and weaknesses, but yeah, like otherwise known as not being an asshole. Fair enough. Um, all right. So who, who wins? Uh, Jess, we'll start with you. Okay. There's a lot of pressure. I say draw. That's a fair, that's a fair assumption. Uh, MJ. It all depends on to me if like Reynoso's health, Reynoso's healthy or not. And yes, somewhat if Alonzo's healthy. Because if Ozzy and Reynoso can play, then that's a different Minnesota United team. So if Reynoso can play, it's a different United team. Yeah. So I'm saying, you know, if those two play, Minnesota United win. If those two are on the injury list, then Minnesota United loses. Fucking pick one, bud. This is not a. Uh... Well, I said only two of them were going to be healthy, so I say they lose. Okay. Um. Uh, you haters, fucking just keep hating on this team. Minnesota United wins two two to one. <gasps> what? Yep. 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 Picking it. Say it again. It. Uh, all right. Uh, and then we'll wrap up here with a little bit of uh, world uh, soccer stuff. Uh. U.S. Women's National Team, Carly Lloyd becomes the becomes the oldest U.S. Women's National Team goal scorer ever uh, when she scored against uh, Portugal. Was it yesterday? I, I don't even... The days are just so fucked. Yesterday. Yesterday. Uh, at 38 years old and something hundreds of days and taking the... Oh, against... No, it was, it was on Sunday against Jamaica. Yeah. Not yesterday. Oh yeah, yesterday was Sunday. Holy shit, man! I, I, I literally do not know days at this point. Um, I'm an infant. It's forgivable. And Every so sc- often, David, I'm right on this podcast, and you need to acknowledge that. That's true. And she scored, but she scored like 23 seconds into the game. Like she scored in the first minute. It was, it was kind of amazing. Uh, I know that there's some haters out there for Carly Lloyd and people who don't want Carly Lloyd on the Olympic team. Why not? Um, because she's old and there's younger if, players. If she can score player. That's that that is the argument that a lot of us are making. Um, there are certain people uh, also she has certain political views that aren't yeah, she's also not great. I mean what's, what's oh. yeah, she's also not great, but like, um like but she's a good soccer happens? player, she's a great soccer player, yeah. She does. She does the job when it comes to comes to the soccer. Well, if she's getting paid for it, and she's doing it, yeah, she's getting paid. 
Uh, all right. And then finally, uh, we have, uh, we don't really have answers, uh, per se, but, uh, um, and I didn't get, didn't get a ton of people wanting, wanting to roast MJ for his birthday, but I'm going to open the floor change. to Jess. Jess. What about me? Roast, roast MJ's ass for his 45th birthday. MJ, you are fucking old. I'm so old. You are so old. Like, way older than I thought you were because Asian don't crack. And you're Korean and squinty. And <laughs> you are inchy and no, you are squinty right. and she's inchy. Do I, do I need to cut this off? You you're free to cut this off. Keep going, keep going, keep going. <laughs> and I heart you forever for bringing me to my first crows game, and I hope your meniscus feels better soon. That wasn't that snarky, but it was very creative and super fun. So, thank but you. that's because I love you, MJ. Thank you, Justin. MJ, you are uh, a, a mediocre. Football player, I am who has an overwhelming sense of self because you disavowed me from your broomball team after one year of me playing broomball after I had never played broomball goalie before, and then you just disavowed me. So, um, I want to just say a heartily fuck you for that. Um, you are MJ a very history. You are a very, very good person. Um, he is. A good I, I, I would, I would trust you with my cats. I catch it. Yeah. What about your infants? I would trust you with my cats. <laughs> <laughs> I've changed diapers. And, and I have nieces and nephews. I've changed diapers both. And I'm still talking. And I love that you're on this particular podcast because I think you bring uh, a lot of brevity. Um, <laughs> you are verbose. And you are someone that I can uh easily make fun of for so many fucking reasons <laughs> that are not racist so happy birthday mj uh 45 looks good on you bud i'm i'm not going to lie i'm very i would i as as someone who is just who just turned 39 i really hope i can look 45 like you look 45 so i love you because Asian doesn't crack. <laughs> yeah, apparently white does. Uh, I love you, and and I, I'm I'm very excited um, that we're doing this whole thing together. So, thanks for we love MJ. Yeah, we thanks for being MJ. on the podcast, and uh, and yeah, so that's our soliloquies for for MJ. Can I read the two snarky responses to you? Sure. Please, please do. Yeah, and I will also just say. Thank you both for putting up with all of my non-brevity verbose bullshit on this pod. David, you asked me to be 
a guest host twice on this pod before asking me to be full-time, even though I fired you from my boomball team, which proves that you are the better person out of the two of us. That's fair. I am. Um, but my favorite two responses when you said, hey, it's MJ's birthday, leave a snarky roast of MJ. Hop Clouds says, happy birthday to MJ. We ask him to wax poetic about what this milestone birthday means to him, but he's going to wax poetic several times on the podcast already. <laughs> Thank you, Christian from Hop Clouds. And at LaCribs, otherwise known as Andy shit on. Oh, Schlitz. fucking fucking Schletz. Yeah. What? Hey, hey, happy. Uh, we love you, Mags. We love you, Mags. The Mags is the only person that matters in that relationship. So. Schletz says in a past life, MJ was a horse. He was euthanized and reincarnated to be the glue on the TDIKMN podcast. Happy birthday to Big Horse. You are the glue. That's what they do with horses. I, I right? would they make glue without a horse. I would disagree. Yeah. I mean, but yes, horse glue. Yeah. You would be horse glue. So, uh, all right, let's wrap up uh, with that. This turned into a very, very long podcast. Um, please uh, follow, subscribe, rate the podcast wherever you get it. DaveSendo.com, Patreon.com slash at TDIKMN on Twitter. I'm at Texas Zeller. MJ's at MJ Matsui. Jessica is at Jessica. Jessica, one, four, four, zero, eight, three, nine, two. Niner, niner, niner. Niner. Did I hear so, a niner in there? Was that so, on a walkie talkie? Yeah. I did. So, yes. Walkie talkie. So, so, so do all do all the Word things. Out. Do all the things. Uh no, it's still you. We have been the names you know. This is the names I know. Be in agreement now, but we have got to try and work it out. Cause we both know we can't do nothing at Land here become fecund Yeah uh, we, we do yeah. our thing son Through the act we attract two Hope to reach one uh, we, yeah. we, we do our thing Do it do it. We do our thing, son. Some will paint a piece, some will spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be done. We, we, we do our thing, son. Y'all know we can't do nothing at all. Nah, yo, I can't do nothing at all. Y'all know we can't do nothing at all. GT, he don't do nothing at all. GO, my guy, King.